welcome back to The Average Shepherd. I'm your host, Deacon Sam. Thank you for joining me. If you want to help me spread the word about The Average Shepherd and the good news of the gospel, you can really help me out by leaving a positive five-star review on the podcast and following me over on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. All right, let's get into it. So today is Tuesday, the 26th week of Ordinary Time, and today's homily is called What's Up With Jerusalem? And we're reading from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 9, verses 51 through 56. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. As the time drew near for him to be taken up to heaven, Jesus resolutely took the road for Jerusalem and sent messengers ahead of him. These set out and they went into a Samaritan village to make preparations for him, but the people would not receive him because he was making for Jerusalem. Seeing this, the disciples James and John said, Lord, do you want us to call down fire from heaven and burn them up? But he turned and rebuked them, and they went off to another village. The Gospel of the Lord. In today's readings, we hear twice mention of journeying towards the city of Jerusalem. The theological importance of Jerusalem, the holy city, can hardly be overstated. Besides being the capital city of Israel, Jerusalem was the beating heart at the centre of all Jewish faith. Why? Because in Jerusalem stood the temple of the Lord, the place of God's presence on earth where one would go to sacrifice, to ask God's forgiveness, to offer him thanksgiving for his blessings and to give him praise and worship. For this reason also, we as Christians see Jerusalem in scriptures as uh, as an allegory or a symbol of God's plan to institute the Catholic Church on earth. In today's readings, however, we see two sides of the earthly Jerusalem. In the first reading from the prophet Zechariah, he speaks of Jerusalem as it should be, the place of the Lord, where people flock from around the world to come and worship God. Zechariah prophesies that the day will come when, quote, ten men from the nations of every tongue shall take hold of the robe of a Jew, saying, Let us go with you, for we have heard that God is with you. In this vision, Jerusalem is a city of evangelization, where upon witnessing the holy lives of God's people, the surrounding nations are inspired to enter into the community of worship. The prophet Zechariah is speaking here about the coming age when access to God will no longer be the exclusive right of the Jews, but all nations will be called into a special covenant relationship with God. Switch now to today's gospel by contrast. The opening line reads, quote, When the days drew near for him to be received up, he set his face to go to Jerusalem. The Gospel writer Luke knows that Jesus is heading towards Jerusalem, the city where he will suffer at the hands of the high priests and the Pharisees and be crucified. Those who are supposed to be representatives of God in the holy city put God to death, and then they turn around and they call it faithfulness. When Jesus sets his face towards Jerusalem, he's looking at a place of darkness and foreboding, where God's plan has been twisted out of shape. In today's gospel, Jesus is moving toward his mission to bring redemption to this place, Jerusalem, 
and the fulfillment of God's original plan as was seen in the prophet Zechariah. And he's going to do this through his sacrifice on the cross. With all of this in mind, we better understand why Jesus rebukes James and John in the gospel today. These two brothers were given the nickname Sons of Thunder by Jesus, perhaps because of their quick temper, which we see on full display in, the, in today's reading. When a Samaritan town refuses hospitality to Jesus on the way to Jerusalem, James and John threaten to call down fire from heaven to destroy them, much like the prophet Elijah in the Old Testament. James and John, like so many Jews at the time, despised Samaritans, considering them to be unclean and impure, because centuries before they had split off from Israel and they had intermarried with foreigners and chose to worship God on Mount Gerizim instead of in the temple in Jerusalem. For these reasons, they had become bitter enemies of the Jews for generations. But hearing the threat of vengeance against the Samaritans, Jesus rebukes James and John because his mission has begun. His mission to end this kind of division, strife, calumny and anger, and bring about the new Jerusalem where love and mercy reign, where people no longer worship in only one particular place, but in spirit and in truth. In other words, Jesus knew he would soon establish the church into which even these Samaritans would be welcome as members of the one body. Our view of others immediately changes if we take a moment to see them through the eyes of Jesus. Like James and John, it's easy for us to find a million ways to consider others as unclean, unrighteous and unworthy, especially if they do or say anything to hurt us. But Jesus demonstrates how genuine love helps to see through immediate divisions and see the bigger picture of salvation. I would encourage you all now to call to mind a person or a group of people with whom you have division and strife, against whom you harbour feelings of anger, frustration and even vengeance like James and John. Now take a moment to accept that God equally wants to pour out his mercy and love on them as he does for you. He wants that person or that group of people together with you, even if not in person, at least united with you as fellow members of Christ's body in the Catholic Church. If we see, if we learn to see our neighbour through the lens of them needing God and salvation just as much as we do, our attitude towards them inevitably changes and the healing between us that God desires can begin to take place. Let us pray for that grace. We thank you, Lord, for the privilege of drawing us into the life of your church. We pray that our manner of life may be a true witness to your goodness and may draw others from all nations into the fold. Help us to heal our divisions by seeing our neighbour through the eyes of your Son, so that we may become one body, united in spirit and truth, and in right worship of you. We ask this in your holy name through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you all, and I look forward to seeing you next time.